Is it me or does that sound shit? Well, your face is shit. Nobody cares. Fuck it up. Good evening, and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 71st, I believe. Uh, I am Jamie, and I am joined once again by Millie Man Ian. Hello, everyone. MPB Graham. Hello. Ladies' favourite Daniel. Hello. And brand new father for the second, second, third, fourth, fifth time. Second, second. Scottish Gruff Ross. Hello. Second that he knows of. Yeah, well, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, that's a good valid point. Is everyone well, Ross? We should get yeah, out yes. of the way now. Everything's everything's okay. Good. Minus my internet, but apart from that. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you again, and uh, hopefully we can get you back to your newborn relatively quickly because we recorded this at eight pm. Ish. As we Bet do every Sunday night. Than a <laughs> As we do every Sunday night uh, on YouTube.com/slash Xbox Have an Official. So, gentlemen, let's get into the news. And Ross, we're going to let you kick things off because. I think you're probably the one that's most excited about this. I'll read the quick tweet from Mr. Randy Pitchford, that that lovely uh, uh, magician. Uh, magician there, we we'll covered that. <laughs> um, he says, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands will ship on March 25th with full crossplay for all platforms at launch, including PlayStation. Incredible work from the engineers at Gearbox and thanks to our partners at 2K Games and first parties, including Sony, for working together on this. Uh, so this is a big story because... Portlands 3, I think it was, had crossplay except for PlayStation. But I'm going to pass it to you, Ross, to fill us in on why this is a, is a big deal. I just, it's, I think PlayStation have started to realize shit, we seem to be coming across as the bad bastards in all of these scenarios mm. because yous are, because you just keep on stopping players for just jumping in. Um, I've seen a few things that people are complaining about, about, um, what was it, the other one, there's another game as well. Basically, they're saying about like loading times and trying to search up, we're trying to keep console players with console players, so because they're trying to use PlayStation servers and Xbox servers, it makes it laggier because different types of things like that. It's like, it's, it doesn't matter. People are going to be able to play with their friends without having to worry about being on the same console. It's going to mean that more people don't need to worry about having two of the same consoles or two different consoles to actually just play with a group of friends. Um, the only other thing I've seen in any way, shape or form negative about this is they've done the same as what they did with um, Borderlands 3 and it's going to be on Epic for PC, which I don't understand because you're just downloading a different browser and then download the game through that instead of through Steam. Ah, we don't do Epic, do we? Uh, people get very upset about this. Yeah, it, just, was Borderlands 3 ever on Steam? Or was it just Yeah, Borderlands 3 is on Steam now. I own it on okay. Steam. Okay. Um, it just it came to Epic before it came to Steam. This might be the same, but as it stands just now, it's only on Epic. Um, no, so crossplay. You've got PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox X and S, PC can all crossplay with each other as of day one experience, which is nifty because as we all say every week, pretty much crossplay brings the world together, doesn't it? Exactly. It's how it's how every game should be. That's this sort of co-op online type idea. If you can do it cross-play, then it should be cross-play. Simple as. should be no hiding behind or you can only be behind Microsoft or you can only play it on PlayStation with your friends and things like that. So. But yeah, I think honestly, like, cross-play should be a standard across all platforms. Yeah, exactly. Across all definitely. games. 
There's that certain things that you can't do it with, which I kind of understand, but there's there's no real reason. Like if you can do first person shooters that even though playing on PC gives you a massive advantage <coughs> and you can still do it with console players, then that should be the only thing that holds you back. Like, oh, I don't want to play against PC players because I'm going to get my ass handed to me. What you you or in Dan's case, he does that with console players. You can, see, you can plug in keyboard and mouse into most console games now anyway, especially first person shooters. So yeah, if you're that, and invested. you can turn off crossplay off as well if you. Yeah, exactly. Or you can even limit crossplay, like console only, or Xbox yeah. only, or PlayStation only, or whatever it may be. The console only makes sense. You know, the PC hacking nobeds joining in. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's the other issue. I was going to say, what would you rather though? Would you rather cross-play as standard, or would you rather cross-save as standard? If you could only have one, obviously both is better. I understand that. Well, I probably would still say cross-play. Cross-play, cross, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be playing games between multiple. Platforms. No, yeah, I wouldn't be starting like I wouldn't be starting Wonderlands on my Xbox, and they'd be like, "All right, I'm going to pick up my save playing it on the PlayStation," or I want to jump across to my PC and play. Yeah, I would be. It says he you picked up Dying Light in about eight different consoles. <laughs> what are you talking about I've got Borderlands 3 on my Xbox PlayStation and my PC so <laughs> different experiences though that's the reason for that with PC you've got mods and it's much cooler with mods so is this is it four player is this uh, experience yes four player he says as he has a quick swig of his apple juice no doubt um, <laughs> Pepsi Max Pepsi Max <laughs> uh, four player play four, <laughs> Uh, Two-player split-screen, four-player online. Oh, so it just gives you that bigger pool like we Sorry, no, I've got that wrong. PS5 and Xbox Series X, four-player couch co-op. PS4 and Xbox One, two-player split-screen, and then online four-player. So if you've got a more powerful console, you can do more people couch co-op. Four-player co- uh, split-screen co-op is something we haven't seen for a very long time, I don't think. Yes. Not in, uh, not in a first-person shooter type thing, not since the days of the Dreamcast, I think, pretty much, or, or Halo on the... Well, Borderlands, 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 you could do four-player. Oh, uh, really? Borderlands, yeah, Borderlands 2. Well, we did it, Jay. Three. Yeah. Not, not um, local co-op on the same screen, though. On no, two, not local, but you could two, do local. Two, 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 you definitely could, because I remember uh, doing it. I'm not right, sure about yeah. three, but I haven't played for it yet, which yeah, I really three, do want to play. One of the things that's quite cool, I don't know, I, this, I don't do a lot of couch co-ops, so I'm maybe being a bit naive about it, but one of the things I liked about the Borderlands series is you could decide how you want the screen to be split. So you could either have a horizontal or vertical. Okay. So it was quite nice. I, it's a game that I think leans itself more to being vertical, so you have them sort of like that. makes it yeah. much nicer having it like that way instead of squeezing the character model and that sort yeah. of space. It's almost like they got their eyes... Like... Hard yeah. open, just like looking around you. Yeah. So um, that was quite an easy thing. And this is coming to Wonderlands as well. So if you want to play it couch co-op, you can split the screen depending on how you prefer it. Just don't play split screen with Graham because it will just watch your screen one. Cheap. Do you remember that? Too. Like putting the bit of cardboard yes. or something between it like for the penalties. <laughs> Graham knows where you are if you're camping. Just yeah. look at your screen. Yeah. If everybody, says they do do that? everybody says they don't do it, but they everybody does Everybody it. does it. Well, you did it, but yeah, I haven't seen any sort of game like that since. Maybe Halo when we used to do Halo, it. I was going to say, Halo was the one that was notoriously bad in my group. Yeah, yeah. that's what we had that's separate that's TVs. That's probably two TVs, yeah. yeah. Like, we changed the two TVs instead, so we couldn't cheat. It's when you forget which screen you are, you're like, shit, oh, well, hang on, I've lost myself. Where am I? That, that just comes with age, Dan. That's a lot. That's just, oh, that was that's what I'm saying. That's just you, Dan. <laughs> no, I have done that multiple times. He wasn't on the show last week, so I need to I need to get every dig that I didn't get in last week, this week as well. 
Guys, come on, we're wearing red. Leave me alone. So it's out in five days. Uh, I imagine reviews will start dropping shortly. Uh, Are we reviewing it? Uh, well, no, no, we haven't. I don't believe we've got a code yet. We haven't. I, say I don't believe we yet. haven't got a code yet. No, but Ross, you might have a, a little, uh, a little gadget. Have you got it to hand? It's literally like three feet away from me. Can we two settings? Oh, yeah, in, in the meantime, while he goes to grab it, anybody interested <laughs> in playing? Uh, anybody else interested in playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland? I'm gonna be obvious. No, I'm not interested at all. But Ian, um, probably not right now. No, probably not. I think I'll give it a give it a while to see what people say about it. And, if it takes off, but probably not. The thing Graham? that I oh sorry. Oh sorry. Maybe. I still I still haven't really got round to Borderlands 3 since I bought it. So I probably should do that one first. That's what I'm thinking yeah. as well. I need to kind of prioritize Borderlands 3 before I do it. Like you really don't. It's a totally different type of game. And Daniel, any interest in playing it? I know you're obviously going to have access to it when Ross picks it up eventually. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably get it for free. When so it picks up eventually, when it, when it gets ready for pre-install this next coming days. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, like Borderlands 3, I never finished. Um, not that I'm waiting on the story. I like but I think I'm Borderlanded out. Um, that was uh, Possibly I might dabble in it. You know, I like making a video, so I might do a video on it. Yeah. Why not? Uninstall. <laughs> Get to the touch screen, turn it off. Right, so Ross yeah. has got a nifty little gadget there. Ross, Ooh. explain what you've, you're showing up to the camera. So this here is a Wonderlands controller, which is from Powery. So this is the first time I've actually had a chance to take out the, the box and have a proper look at it. Purple on it is awesome. I don't know how nice you're going to see that on the camera, but purple on it is like lovely. Love the, is that Love Hearts at the so back? It's like little tiny Tina's Love Hearts just there. Oh, nice. And then you've got the legend herself. On the side there Very with nice. her dungeons and uh, what's it called? Dungeons and uh, no, badass and ah, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. I forgot what the name it is, isn't it? Badass yeah. and I'm so glad we decided not to swear on this podcast. I'm calling, the, <laughs> I'm calling what the name it is based on. And anyway, yeah, so it's a wired controller, but it comes not wired. Does that make sense? So you've got like, no. You can no, take the wire out, basically. Yeah. The wire does, no, does it work without wire? Uh, so, no, well, it says it is only a wired controller, so I would imagine no. No, uh, no okay. Detachable. I've got a similar one to that one. one. They're, they're yeah. pretty good because you've got the programmable buttons on the back. Yeah, I was going to say you've got the yeah. buttons sort of in the wee bit there. So, no, I haven't really had a chance to game much this week, but I will be definitely putting some. Tell that baby, look, Borderlands oh, is coming out. Whished. So, I will definitely be putting some hours on this, but this is. A Lovely finish on it as well. I love the fact that you can detach the cable. So if you are yeah, like a collector, what, you can put it up without the cable kind of... That's what I was thinking. I was almost thinking to the point of how am I going to cut this cable off without it looking messy? Because <laughs> I, I don't plan on ever using the wired part of it and I've got my Elite controller. But I was thinking, oh, the fact that it doesn't come attached, that's going to look awesome on like a wee stand. Just... Yeah. It's, oh, the way I use it is because I've got a smaller cable to use with like a laptop. So obviously, can you plug it into your PC as well? But obviously, you don't need a, like a three meter long cable plugging it into your PC when you're only about like half a meter away from the screen. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big ass sure. cable as well, three meter cables. Yeah, yeah. They're normally about three meters. I found on the ones I've checked they've, out before. They've got the OG Xbox safety feature where if you tug them, it sort of pulls it apart towards the end of the cable, so you don't pull the whole thing out. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, so Ross's review of that will be up shortly, as well as uh, if we eventually get the game map, perhaps. But we'll I see. Mean, 
even if we don't get it, it'll probably get a review from me anyways. Why the hell not? Eh? Why the hell see? Next year, but it'll come out. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll have you know that dying, dying light was done before the game was out. I'll have you know. Oh. So that's let's, the first one. We'll slide. Past, we'll slide, slide past this, mate. <laughs> anyway, next news story, please, gentlemen. Xbox Boss apparently is incredibly excited about State of Decay Three uh, advancements. Uh, so he was talking to what was it Xbox Era on the the hundredth episode. I don't know if you listened to last week, Dan. Get on the get on the phone to uh, Big Phil, will you? We're yeah, fast yeah. approaching episode one hundred, so you best exactly. uh, best work your magic. I shall try and uh, talk to my contacts and uh, see who I can get on the show for episode one hundred. Good luck. So, Where we at? Yeah, get him. Sort him out. Yeah. Give him a hand job. Do what it takes. Get the awesome Don't guy with the fashion. Get the amazing guy with the awesome fashion fashion sense on the show as well. What Paris? Uh, oh, Paris. Yeah. Can we bring his jacket? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as long as not, long it's not Ryan McCaffrey, then. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that'd be the one. That would oh, be he's awesome. awesome OG controller. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was his idea. Sorry, <laughs> before we answer everybody in the whole world, big big Phil says. He is uh, very excited about uh, blah, 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 blah. what's it called? State of Decay 3. Is everybody else excited about State of Decay 3? I've never played any of them, but uh, they sound right on my street, and I really want to try and get into at least one of them before this one comes out. One was good. Two, because of the naffness of the co-op, was um, a bit of a bummer. But if they can fix actual co-op, then yeah, I'm, I'll be I'll be excited for this. What is it? Is it an FPS? or? It's uh, like a... Sorry, it's a survival, uh, survival survival horror yeah so uh, i think dead rising but not as like cheesy and so you've got to go into your base um kind of fix things up uh, i'm trying to think of words now and i can't think like build a medical tent and then you can upgrade that medical tent so if you do get bit you can heal yourself faster um and as you're building that you can do a weapons cache and then as you're growing you grow this community people come in you save people who can stay there it, it is really good and there's like mini games within the game itself um but like i said the state of decay 2 had co-op but as you played co-op the story didn't progress for the person who came into your story so that was a bit shite um they got to keep their weapons i believe if i remember correctly but yeah um state of decay 1 is really good play that one first if you've got it that's uh, that's really cool. I think a lot of games are moving towards that sort of model where the host has the storyline progression and then the people who are dropping in just, they either keep their XP, keep their weapons and things like that, but they don't progress through the story because, I mean, Dying Light 2 did the exact same and Dying Light 1, for example. Mm. Um, I don't know if I like it. I think it should no, be... The you both should progress, progress together. Yeah, I think yeah. you should both progress I mean, if together. You, if you put 50 hours in a co-op campaign, well, Dying Light, what, 500, did they say? And yeah, yeah I suppose once you've done, if you did the 500, you wouldn't want to go and play it again because you've done everything that can be done. But if you play 30 hours, a main story, but you don't maybe do all the side missions and all the collectibles, and then you need to start right back at the beginning again, it's like... Plus, yeah. it's you're going to be over-leveled. Um... Same with Far Cry, wasn't it, Greg, when we played it together? I played in your game and we completed the whole of, I think it was New Dawn yeah. on your save. And then if I went to play it on my own, I'd have to start again, but I'd keep all my weapons and upgrades and stuff. Not that I'm going to play it again on my own, but um, yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice to just been able to progress. But then I suppose it's tricky with the saves. Like If I join Graham and he's already a few out, few missions ahead, and I'm a, how do I catch up to him? Do I skip missions, et cetera, et cetera? It's a big minefield of stuff. However, Portland does it. 
Yeah. Full answer. True. True. I guess that's a bit more of an open-ended uh, experience, though, isn't it? Whereas something like Far Cry, kind of going mission by mission type thing. Um, but mm. yeah, I don't it's know. It's a hard one. It's a, hard it's, one it's a right. tricky thing. It's, luckily, we're not game developers. We ain't got to worry about that. Just fix it, will you? <laughs> or give us the option. Yes, we want to yeah. progress together, yeah, or true. no, we don't. True. Yeah, I don't mind skipping missions to catch up to my friend, or et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Uh, but anyway, Big Phil's saying about State of Decay 3, he says, uh, this one's probably not that big of a surprise for people who watch me play, but I was a big State of Decay 2 player. Looking at State of Decay 3, I'm incredibly excited about some of the advancements they're going to make. They've had this pattern. Uh, they've talked about it publicly from State of Decay 1 to 2 to 3 and what they want to do. And we haven't shown a lot of three yet. It's a game I really enjoy playing. I'm a big co-op player. I like building. I like resourcing. And I'm really excited about where the team's heading or where the team's going, I should say. It sounds like what you were saying, Danny's. <coughs> they possibly could be improving the co-op experience, perhaps, as we were just saying, given yeah. multiple player progression or maybe giving more incentive to play together if you're not going to get the mission progression. Yeah, um, that was a massive outcry. Um I remember last time it, it went on for a while for State of Decay 2, so hopefully, touch wood, it's fixed. Fingers crossed. Because I think I would like to play it at some point, like I said. It, it's been, the co-op was what was attracting me to to number two. But um, yeah. yeah, if it's not going to progress my missions and stuff, perhaps we'll wait for this one to come out. Because uh, I think they were quite buggy as well, weren't they, the, the first two games? They had the fair share of hefty problems that, yeah. that sort of messed people up, especially the first one. Yeah, but the first one then had a. I'm trying to remember now. The first one had a little charm to it, and it was it was a really good experience. Um, and I think, as you would expect, if number two or when number two came out, you expect some of those bugs to be ironed out and less buggy, obviously, um, which obviously didn't happen. And I think that's why they did the they reset it, didn't they? They kind of done another soft launch of yeah. the whole game. Um, yeah. Well, both both in, are in Game Pass. I think the definitive edition of the first, and then uh, there was some sort of DLC for number two not too long ago. I can't remember the name, but now. Um, yeah, I was, can't think of it. It was a fairly big DLC, I think, that added quite a lot to it. So maybe perhaps we should check it out someday together. Hmm. If only no. we had a reason to check it out. Hmm. 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 If I say it now, then in about six months' time, Ian will agree to play it, and he'll be like, oh, it's really good, actually. We should play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I might do Sega K3, but not, I'm not going back to two and one. <laughs> I'll just put that there. <laughs> cool. A bit well, like, I'm not playing Second Extinction. Oh, guys, we need to play Second Extinction. Really hey, good. hey, Second Extinction is a good game. It is a good game, I know. Anyway, let's carry on, shall we? Let's, let's get another uh, quote from Big Phil, who says they want to provide a flow of great games moving forward but it's not quite there yet, he says. Uh, so this is the, there's a lot of talent developers working under the Xbox banner now, and according to Microsoft Gaming CEO, Phil Spencer, Big Daddy Phil, Ooh. episode 100, we're looking for you. Uh, the aim for the tech giant from here on out is to provide an ongoing stream of great, I don't know why they put that in quotes, video game content. Uh, so he says, we do have a lot of great games in development. We want to get to this point where there's a steady flow of great games that come in that our customers can predict. We're going through right now, you know, and this that's really weirdly worded. Okay, you know, and we don't have to have a big game this quarter. So Matt Booty and the teams and the Zenimac teams 
want to get to that point where we really have a great on-ramp for our platform and games that people can get excited about and regular. That's a very business way of saying we haven't got any games at the minute, but they're coming, I promise. <laughs> promise. Yeah. And really badly worded as well. But. Yeah, I, I think they probably like skip some bits because the quote that uh, Pure Xbox here have taken from that podcast he was on for Xbox era. Um, so they probably chopped and changed it a little bit as well as probably his natural flow of speech. But sounds like we've got some good games coming, but not yet. We're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, as we said last week, obviously, they were named Metacritic's number one of the year for last year in terms of overall scores. But perhaps they're not on track for that. A repeat. Graham, what do you think? Can we can we wait? Have we got time to wait? Good chat, Graham. Thank you. Got away from Graham to <laughs> I'm trying to unmute it so my fans aren't so loud. But um, yeah, there's always time. <laughs> Good. Thank you very much for that deep insight. Love it. Cheers, Graham. Thanks. Cheers. Cool. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. You. We'll see what we'll see what games come out. All right, we'll do one more news story real quick, and then we'll move on to the rest of the the show. Since we started a wee bit late, Ian, have you seen this game called WrestleQuest? Oh God, I thought you were going to say Hogwarts. I was going to say upset. I thought it was. I thought it was reading the Hogwarts as well. Mm. So happy you didn't say Hogwarts. But I see yeah. We can if anybody's interested, but I'm, I couldn't care less. So, no. cool. cool. Where's the quest? Yes, Matcha Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Quest. I heard there's a new RPG. It is. And it's developed by Skybound Games and <laughs> Mega Cat Studios. Indeed. Quest will feature a roster of wrestlers, legends, including some WWE Hall of Famers. So, you've got your classic like Macho Man, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, Booker T. DVP. Yeah, yes. I was, I was going to say, they started off on like a really high note, like Macho Man. Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, and then it's like Booker T. Hey, Jeff Jarrett, Diamond Dallas Page. Five times. Like, you didn't realize that Booker T and DDP were more WCW before they got involved with WWE. Okay. But All I care is they've yeah. got Coco Beware. No one likes Coco Beware. Yeah, nobody, nobody cares about that. Oh, that's because that was a deep cut. That was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, as Ian said, this is an RPG basically. So, I don't know if you watch the trailer yet, but it's basically turn based combat by the looks of it in the yeah. style of Final Fantasy moves. or something. But yeah, yeah. So you, you pick a move and you do it, and then the opponent attacks, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you can get stats and buffs and stuff. And it looks pretty cool. It looks different for, you know, I mean, we just said WWE 2K22 come out. Which mm. was a pretty good but pretty standard wrestling arcade fair, whereas this is something completely on the other end of the spectrum, but still with Macho Man Randy Savage. It looks pretty cool. I'd, yeah, I think it looks very interesting. I looked at the trailer and I was like, oh, I don't like the combat, but then the fact that you can go out, not explore, but I use that in a very kind of explore air quotes. You can explore a little bit. I'm like, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe sort of presented I'll do it. as like an old school, like Zelda. Final Fantasy style top down yeah. adventure, and, and then you get into the battles and the isometric yeah. side on moves, wrestling, uh, uh, elbow drops, suplexes, choke slams to hell. Hopefully, we'll see one or two of them. <laughs> I think it does look interesting, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think there was a date, was there? That they really, they uh, announced just later this year, I think, at some point. But it's it was in, as part of the idea Xbox stream the other day. So, hopefully, I'm hearing. I'm hearing Game Pass in rattling around my head. Hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll get something along oh, those lines. That would be please. nice. 
It wouldn't be. It would spy if you go to Game Pass because it's Skybound, aren't they? Tied with. I think they with. Oh no, they're no. So I think they're tied with Dan's favorite Clementine. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so Sky, Skybound games. I think they've put a few games on Game Pass at this point, but I don't think they've launched one into it yet. So we'll see. Perhaps we'll get one. Perhaps this will be the first because they also announced another game the other day from Skybound. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, um no. I don't know. There was other bits and pieces. Doesn't matter. There was other, some other good games, including Tunic, which got announced and released into Game Pass. What that day or the next day? I felt that game was meant to be absolutely solid. Supposedly so. Um, I haven't yeah, had a chance uh, to check it out yet. For what I've heard for different folk, I think it was, I'm trying to think who it was that said it in our group, but they basically said it made like Elden Ring seem like a walk, like a piece of cake. I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it's a great time. A, a cute little uh, Zelda like, but we'll get to that game later. Maybe. Mm, perhaps. Anyway, that's enough of the news this week. If you really care, Hogwarts is coming out at some point later this year. Exciting. Yeah. My kid's well excited, but it looks freaking awesome if you feel. Yeah, it looks all right, I suppose. <laughs> if it wasn't a Harry Potter game, I might be more interested. But uh anyway, if you made it this far through the news, you're a hero. We love you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we are Xbox Tavern, and this is our X Pod Tavern, which we record every Sunday at 8 p.m. on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern Official, where you can find various videos that Dan works on hard throughout the week. Yeah, Ross. Hey, I had an excuse. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, as well as uh, various other tips and tricks, etc., etc. You can also find us at uh, www.xboxhaven.com, which is the main website where all of our written stuff goes up. We've had fair few, <clears throat> excuse me, fair few reviews and stuff go up this week, and we'll have more, plenty more going up next week. And you can just find us on Twitter, social, etc. Just search for Xbox Tavern, and hopefully we'll come up, including TikTok. Don't stop. Everybody Don't loves stop. a bit of TikTok. Yeah. Uh, I was and... uh, a bit weak this week with TikTok. I didn't do much. Outrageous. Wow. Outrageous. Uh, but you can also head over to insertcoinclothing.com, which I forgot to, to get to last week because we love insertcoinclothing.com. We do love insert. And you can enter into the checkout, into the box, the sale box, code box, whatever it's called, promo code box, etc., etc. Xbox Tavern 22 for 20% off for the entirety of 2022. Oh, that code just makes sense. Just rolls just off the makes tongue. Sense. It's perfect. Yes. I do it's love perfect. how you have to caveat every time now. Well, I've got a caveat because I was your stuff bitching and moaning. So anyway, <laughs> Xbox Tavern 22, 20% off for the entirety of 2022. Uh, there's loads of awesome stuff on there. Uh, they just launched some new Persona stuff, was it? And yes, yes. Mass Effect stuff. Uh, and Yeah, there's loads of stuff. And we, we're a big fan of Internet Coin here, so go and check them out. Do All it. Right. Do it now. Do it now. Anyway, enough of that. Questions? Gentlemen, we'll have a good question here or two. We do have a good question. Um, we got a question. We have, yes. Good. Who who's gonna who's gonna <laughs> tell the question? Go to I, me I just wanted to see if I could get another uncomfortable silence. Uh the question we gone for this week is our favorite game sequel. Uh so I'm gonna go to Daniel first. Daniel. <laughs> when I said go to me last. <laughs> <laughs> go to him last go to him first instead yeah. fuck it yeah. drop it right on us yes. it, uh, it does uh, so I'm going to think on my feet you are going to all laugh at me and say I'm terrible don't say Walking but Dead too. I'm not he's going to take one of my ones I can guarantee it no 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 I'm not going to take those I am going to go with Gears of War 3 okay alright yeah 
Uh-huh. Okay. I uh, I enjoyed the Gears of War series. I had good fun. And I'm trying to remember three now. That's well, how good that it was. My actual question was going to be why three over why two? Three? Okay. I why three? Know, I, think, I can't think why three. I can't, I can't think, no. think about the my, game. My mind has just gone completely blank. Uh-huh. It has gone uh-huh. completely blank. Um, was, it, was it the four-player co-op or the, the up-spuffed uh, Unreal Engine that really sold it to you? How, how much no, nice it looked? I think because it looked better. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the storyline, and it has just frigging killed me. But obviously, being an end of an era... You're hand on this one, Dan. I mean, you can help me, but I'm going to say the end of an era with Marcus not going through to the next kind of being the next main character in Gears of War 4 kind of hits a little bit harder. Well, he isn't because JD takes over, doesn't it? And JD takes his crew in Gears of War 4. Um, And they've got Katie in it. But yeah, I'm going to need a lot more help because I'm just like... (laughs) The third one is basically the locust are getting driven out by the lambent and you end up having to deal with the lambent and the locust. And And everything that's got anything to do with the lambent in it gets killed by the big machine at the end, which, spoilers, includes Marcus's dad. So when he hits the machine, kills all the lambent, and Marcus's dad dies in his arms. Sad. There you go. I I remember it. I'm glad it was such a great sequel that you remember it so well. Well, (laughs) what Blooming Graham put in there for my what it was, and then I was looking at something else, and I was going to (laughs) pick. Anyway, just anyway. I I appreciate Gears of War Three was awesome. I loved Gears of War. I love Gears of War in general, but yeah, Gears of War Three is in particular for the gameplay. I thought it was awesome. It they'd refine the cover system and. Shooting so, and that lance is still sort of fucking brilliant. I'd still say it's got the best cover system at any game out there. Oh, yeah, and 100%. And I'm thinking the lancer battles were brought into three. Did yeah, they? No, two. No, two yeah. Was it two? Oh, yep. lancer battles, best thing ever. I can mash in the B button as yeah. you're trying to chainsaw the other cunts down. Anyway, Ross, tell me all about your favorite sequel. I mean, I don't know if anybody would have guessed this one, but we're going to go out on a limb and see Mass Effect 2. No way. No, no way. Uh, that remember the story? <laughs> Vaguely. I think don't ask been, him, please. Don't ask him. About the 20 times I've completed it, I think I might be able to decipher for you. That or Witcher 3. We'll go for either one of them. Uh, Witcher, Witcher 2 from 1 was great. Witcher 3 from 2 was exceptional. So that's the reason why I've went for 3 over 2, because I can justify it unlike Dan. Um, no, but both just... Well, I suppose 3 for Witcher changed the game completely and made it so much more accessible, made it a lot better for everybody else to jump in and play that hadn't maybe played the first and second ones. Um, Mass Effect 2 is just, well, my greatest game of all time, so it was an easy one for that. Took everything that was good about one story, characters, X, Y, and Z, made them better, and then made the gameplay just a step up from what one originally had. Um Best opening scene in any game ever as well for Mass Effect 2. So now a pretty easy one for me that that was the, the best sequel of any game ever. Pretty solid shout. Fucking fantastic game, Mass Effect. I wasn't sold on Witcher 3 when we first started playing it because I hadn't played the other ones and it took me oh, far too long to get into it. But once I got into it, it's yeah, right. three, the problem with The problem with the Witcher 3 is the first area that you're in, so Velen, is really quite a slog. Mm. It's not the nicest place to be. It's quite to get through, or White Orchard, I should say. 
And then once you get out of that, and you can start going to like the big cities, and then going to like Skellige and stuff like that, that's when the game really finds its own. But I get that first wee part, like the bloody barn, which is where pretty much everybody gets to and goes, oh, fuck, and then stops. Yeah. Um, once you get past him, the game ramps up and becomes so much better. Nice. That was a great quiz as well, but we won't get into details because, much like Daniel, I can't remember much of it. If I really enjoyed it, uh, Ian, video games. Hello, sequels. sequels. Do you like any? I do. Well, I like a lot of sequels, but my main two I'm going to go for is either Portal Two or The okay. Escapist Two. But we'll talk more of Portal because Portal is fantastic. And Portal 2, as everyone does know, is sequel to Portal 1. Duh. And it's... Uh, so like you're stalling for time here, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about Portal because it's such a brilliant game. I mean, everyone knows Portal. Don't really do much detail about it. I know Graham loves it. Yeah, Graham's favourite game series ever, I mean. Yeah, I'm setting my portals that way and that way to the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think the storyline is ramps up and is quite fantastic compared to the first one. The first one was brilliant because obviously you're trying to escape the facility, and the second one obviously you're still trying to escape, but there's obviously a lot more caveats towards it, and obviously Wheatley makes it brilliant because he's and the voice by Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant, right. yep. And that is obviously his, his role in it is fantastic. The way he obviously at first he's trying to help you, then obviously he goes psychotic with power. Little bit. Yep, just a little bit. And then puts Gladys in the potato. I can say potato Gladys is, is where it sold it for me. Potato Gladys. And that's just, yeah, the whole voice acting between her when you has her as a potato and going through the kind of final stages of the level. Yeah. Just quite brilliant. So, yeah, for me, Portal. I really like the, um, the what they called the gels, wasn't it? The, the, red, the blue and orange gels yeah. that they introduced and yeah. stuff. So like oh yeah, one, like the ones yeah. one makes you like speed up. So if you try to jump over an area and things like that, and then you've got orange on the other side, so that if you can yeah. slow yourself down, so you don't go off there. Yeah, that was an awesome one. Yeah, the ones where you can like yeah, you can put the gel onto the wall, so you can actually put a portal and you're like bouncing yeah. up and down and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so again, with portal, you can make your own custom maps as well, and that was always quite fun to do as well. So I remember going to like seeing some of these custom levels people have made, and yeah. some of them were like ridiculously hard, and some of them like but the creativity, and some of them were like. How do people come up with that sort of thing? Yeah. So, Portal. Nice. I oh, think we're going I mean... about Escapists, but everyone's <laughs> bored of that with me talking about Escapists. I think I mentioned to you before, do you ever tried Portal Stories Mel, I think it's called? No, it's I've heard Steam. about it. I think it's free to download. I can't remember. Oh, okay. I, I, it's really hard. Like the, the way they've... It's like a custom mod, basically, for the, the story. Mm. Um, but, yeah, some of the puzzles they come up with are fucking rock hard. But, yeah, it's really enjoyable. I never finished it, but... What I played, I enjoyed. There's one that came out last year called Portal Reloaded. I haven't played. I want to play that as well because that seems quite fun as well. Then there's like time chambers instead. So obviously it's all about getting through quickly rather than yeah. pissing about. Nice. Well, we should play some more Portal soon, hopefully, when they yeah. release Portal 3 at some point. Graham. Also, Escape is too brilliant because I got World First. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid that coming up. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. World First, baby. Woo! Okay. Oh, yes, baby. Right. Uh, Graham. Yes. Sequels, games, we love them. What What about you? Yeah, there's quite a few, but I was trying to think of the ones that I'd love the most, because I was thinking that if you're thinking of the sequels, probably the most famous sequel is, is Street Fighter 2, but then it said your favourite one, and although it's the, the most known sequel, it's not my favourite, out of a lot of them, I'd probably say Streets of Rage 2. Yeah, boy. It's just so memorable. That game has a lot of 
fantastic memories the soundtrack and just the, the co-op playing with it and it's such a massive leap from the first one as well not that the first one was terrible but compared to number two it's just so much further ahead than what one was did you and play the first one backwards <laughs> yeah did you play the first one before you played two because i played yeah. two and then the first one and i was like oh man this is tough to go back to yeah i did because uh, that's where everyone was expecting Adam and not other. Well, where the hell's Adam gone? <laughs> um, yeah. It, yeah, two is amazing. The introduction of Max, just a beast. He is a beast and he made that game so much more fun. Damn right. Max, Skate, Blaze and Axel. And then like, yeah. three, three shit to bed. But four brought it back. I'd it say did. four is probably on par, if not better than two. It just because there's so much to it, but then four took so much from two to make it good again. Well, yeah, that's basically why it's why it's, it's, good it. it, it's effectively two just with nicer graphics. Yeah. So yeah, just for as far as sequel goes, that one is amazing. Well, I'm very proud of all your picks so far, people. They're very good games. However, are you ready? Are you comfortable? Yeah, time. Oh, oh. It might surprise oh. you to learn. My favorite it's, it's more obvious than I wonder if that's more obvious than bloody bosses. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I tried game. to caveat it, but a certain game in that was a bit more a little game called Resident Evil 2. Now, gentlemen, let me tell you. So back in oh 1990, no, 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 I, I, I was a massive fan of the original when it came out on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Um, and I love the what the, the dual character mechanics. I, I love the story, I love the way that Leon and Claire and that would get would show sort of in it more injury rather in the first game with even if you were basically on death's door they'd still be running around like nothing happened whereas in the second one you'd be like limping around you're trying to get away from the zombies add intention uh then you've got all the the even more zombies coming out sometimes they'll come through the door uh the, the a and b scenario things and then you unlock hunk and tofu and stuff it was oh it's brilliant and obviously the remake in um uh 2019 i think it was was oh, fucking brilliant. One of my favourite games of all time. Absolutely it's Hunk amazing. and Tofu in that one as well. They are indeed. They Who's are better, indeed. Hunk or Tofu? Uh, well, Tofu's literally a like, Ian, what a, the a fuck are you doing, man? That you have to run around with a knife to try and get through the whole game. And I, oh yeah, I'm actually... He helped me with Portal, so I don't uh, want to leave him talking his own. Yeah, no, I, I love... Uh, obviously, if you listened to the podcast before, especially last year, you, you will know how much I love Resident Evil. But yeah, Resident Evil 2 easily one of my... Well, easily my favourite sequel of all time. And also one of my favourite games of all time. Both versions. Me Question. I know it's going to annoy everyone now, but I've got no. to ask this. I forgot. You can ask all the questions you like, in. We make of Resident Evil. Is it pretty much exactly the same story and everything? It's just basically may look beautiful. There's nothing really changed in it. What, the Resident Evil 2 remake? Yeah. Um, it's quite different, actually. There's a lot of different elements to the story. A lot of uh, some different like locations and... Mm. Obviously, the gameplay is completely different because it's over the shoulder rather than the fixed camera. And uh, it's almost like a brand new game, but it still so keeps what the, would you say the main is your story. Favorites? Resident Evil Two or Resident Evil Two Remake? Oh, the remake. The remake's fuck definitely the remake. Definitely the remake. But the, the the original old school one is still up there. Awesome. Anyway, I won't I won't talk about Resident Evil Two long because I mean we've got a couple of hours. We could do. You know, there's nothing else to talk about now, is there? I think we've so got, got a list of these questions. To yeah, I... <laughs> is Wesker more evil in the first one or the second one? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's not actually in the second one, if I recall correctly. Not for really. Oh, it's a joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, you <laughs> ask a question, so I've got to answer, you know? So, uh, so anyway, Leon, 
he's a rookie cop and he comes into the uh, first day zombie apocalypse. Uh, no, 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 we'll carry on. <laughs> Why is he the shittest character in the whole series? Well, that's just a bold-faced lie. Anyway, games we've been playing, gentlemen. <laughs> what have we been playing this week? So let's go to Daniel first. Daniel, what have we been playing first uh, this week? Oh, God's sake, why is it always me first this week? I um, just want to pick on you. I, I, I've noticed. Right, um, I played a little game that came out a few days ago called Tunic. Or Tunic, however you want to pronounce it. Um, yeah, I, I've so I tried this out. I think it was, was it 2019? It was at XO um xo19 in london i think yeah, that was think a booth so, yeah. yeah so i tried it out then um didn't like it didn't know where i was going had no idea what was happening so um, standard for you standard Daniel. pretty much pretty much um so roll it obviously a good few years later um and it drops into game pass and i thought do you know what i might try it again um and it is uh isometric you're a fox isometric view with um quite a f- nice looking environment uh lots of greens um loads of different enemy types and you have to try and progress through this world and you don't get any help whatsoever there is no (laughs) press this button that does this um as you're going through you're collecting uh basically a manual which is a game manual so as you collect a page it tells you what to do or it's so um like the second page I picked up told me that I could press uh, LB if I picked up the the usual health potion. And then da-da, all of a sudden health potion came up. Press LB, you can drink your health potion, your health goes up. Um, silly things like double tapping A gives you the kind of the jump, or not the jump, the dash. Um, and it's just a really cute, very much like, everyone's compared it to Zelda, and it is very much like Zelda. Um yeah, I've heard some good things about it, actually. I think some people I was talking to on my gaming community are saying like how it's very much like, say, Zelda-esque and there's quite a few it's, collectibles and a bit more fun, actually, because it's light-hearted. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't give you this... Um, I'm trying to think of what, what to compare it to, and I can't... Like, in terms of um, kind of how hard it is, it, it's hard because it's a case of, you know, you have to go through one area... And you might not be able to go through to, say, the left-hand side. So you've got to go right. And then you've got to track back, kind of like a la Resident Evil. I don't know why I've said that. But you oh, have to oh, then track back and then op- open the door to then go on to the next part of the world. Um, but it's just, it's it's nice. It's cute. If you don't like being, you know, your hand held through a game, this doesn't do it at all. That, um, like that still, it looks like, mm. it looks really nice. Like you were saying, like really bright and vibrant finish like yeah finished yeah. it like i would i would really say like i'm surprised it's on xbox because this is i would say an atypical nintendo a yeah. nintendo game you would expect this as a first party nintendo game um how I mean, far did you get in it even the even the fox has got his little green tunic and his shield yeah it's very much go on ross sorry i was gonna say it's basically like yeah so the guy um the creator was on major nelson's podcast this week and he was saying it it was inspired by kind of zelda and kind of all the, the it doesn't things. stand out it, well it doesn't show at all does it it's no, like hidden not away the um how far did you get dan so i've i'm an hour and a bit in so far and that is probably the majority of it because i've been going right how do i get through this area oh i can't i've got to go this way um you know, there's because of the isometric view as well. 
there's like hidden little kind of uh, passageways that you can explore so that as much as it kind of it foxholes you hit your foxholes yeah. kind of pushes you through and along the the island there are little like hidden bits so a couple of times i got stuck of like where am i going i don't know where i'm going i had to like go around the world three or four times because i couldn't see that there was a ladder up on a, a cliff that took me up that let me go through um but like i said it's, it is cool it is cool so, there'll be some gameplay soon on i'm just channel. having to look at it um, on how long to be it's quite a chunky wee game isn't it it's saying like 15 hours it, it is long and i would imagine as well it would be on the depending on what you're like more on the longer side because as you you've got to collect the manuscripts yeah. you've got to collect the keys which unlock the treasure chests which then potentially give you either coin or gold and um oh the like, secret treasures yeah yeah um, i would say there is an option obviously you can turn on the game um accessibility options that does help so you can have stuff like uh, no stamina and stuff like that. And I think you actually turn on God mode when you don't die. So well, that might be able to help. But again, it, that, will that ruin the gameplay for you? But. Well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, with the stamina thing, it's all about your rolling, your dodging. So with that, uh, like I've been, I got kind of swarmed. And I say swarmed, I use it quite lightly by about three or four enemies. But I still managed to keep my, my stamina. So it wasn't bad. I think Ian's uh, Bay and Spirit Animal McCaffrey said it took him about twenty hours to beat uh, in his review, which was okay. because mainly because he was getting. He, he, I think he said he got stuck at one boss, and then he was exploring as much as he possibly could. In, you know, in the time he had to to review it and stuff. Yeah, I found. Yeah, apparently you can kind of just go on like a whim and just basically not whim. What's the word I'm looking for? Get lost in it because you're in all the collectibles and stuff. So yeah, yeah it does seem quite fun. I, I yeah. played the uh, the Steam demo. I think last end of last year something like that and i really enjoyed it it was only the first 20 30 minutes maybe but yeah i was really getting into it so i'm, I'm quite excited to get into it at some it's, point it's a cool little UK. game it's a cool little game it's definitely worth trying out and then uh, of course it's game pass so free yeah i'm tempted to give it a go it does seem quite fun nice anything else daniel nothing really i, I know when ross talks about one game i can talk a little bit about it but oh well, well segue and a half ross what you've been playing I have been jumping into the all brand new, super sexy looking WWE 2K22. Nice. It's, oh, it's refreshing to have such a good wrestling game back, having like the shit show that was last year. Did, did you play 2K20 before we get it further? Well, 21 um, and tw- no, 21, 20 and 19 I've played yeah. recently. And they um, were shit. So, yeah. 19 was, <laughs> yeah, 19 was tolerable. Yeah. But it was fucking oh. When he's the first one I reviewed, and I wish I hadn't bothered because it was fucking shocking. Anyway, oh. what, how much better is twenty two? Because I've heard, I've, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things. I'm loving it. Um, I've started. Ah, I've got to fuck this up because I always get the names for all the game modes mixed up. I am doing the. It's the one where you play as your character. It's the story mode. Career mode. Story that, mode. Yeah, yeah I can't remember something. My my rise, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Uh, so I've just started playing that. I've not played any other game modes. Uh, I'll probably jump into GM mode next, and then I'll do Ray's showcase story mode eventually. But um, no, it's really it looks amazing. The the animations I've not touched wood. 
I've not had any like really bad fucked up animations yet, like trying to put somebody on the ropes and they just sort of flip out the arena or something like that. Stuck um, halfway through the ring or anything. Exactly. Um, no, just really nice. A couple of wee things that I would tweak. Um, the, the custom creator mode could be doing well, but I remember the old wrestling games where you had like every sort of theme song that you could imagine. So it even had like classic theme songs and everything mm. like this. Whereas yeah. the ones on this just now, you're either picking a superstar's theme song or something really generic sounding. So what did you pick? Um, the one by Motorhead. Um, what, Triple Fist. H's thing? Iron, no, Iron Fist, I'm sure it's called. But it's by Motorhead, so I thought it was Motorhead. So what was, you, did your character, so what's your character like? What, um, what's his name? He's um, six foot one, hailing from Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, hashtag on Twitter is a hashtag Scottish Gruff. Um, <laughs> he's known as um, what the what do I have it is like because you've obviously got the tears in the names, so it's like a boxer. So it's like what did I have it? What's is? your character's name then? I think it was like Gruff the Omega Mitchell or something like that. It's not on the islands. I mean, if that shot. doesn't sound like a professional wrestler to you, then what does? That, that's that's WWE to a T. Yeah. Um, What's so yeah. Finisher? Um, what is this finisher? One Winged Angel and fuck, I can't remember what his other ones. Uh, what? One Winged Angel. Oh. I was gonna say this. This I was gonna say WWE fanboy there. Um, so for the people who don't know, what's what is the one with Angel? So basically, facing behind them, electric chair underneath, um, pull their head down, link them so that you're going to sort of drive them top of the neck, bottom of the back, in a front sort of p- uh, pile driver type idea. Um, and then second finisher is GTS. There we go. Go to a couple sleep. of decent finishes there. Uh, and I'm, his signature I'm very... move is what do they call the signature move in this? It better be a swanton bomb, or else I'm going to be. Fucking oh no, that's that's, that's well, yours, he's, isn't it? He's, he's got his he's got his up top finishers as well. He's guy's six foot one, two hundred and thirty pounds, and he does a six thirty uh, splash that Ricochet does. Like foot taller than you. <laughs> Looks cool as hell. Um, no, the other one I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically the rainmaker as his signature move. So. Nice. Nice. And it's so, nice so are a... you um are you going to make the Xbox Tavern uh, stable? And they're going to run if, riot if there is, if there is a, a, an online version to do the stable mode, then I shall make sure that we have all our paraphernalia scattered across the WWE <laughs> network or online universe. I just can't wait to see the milk toast version of Dan you're going to create. It's exactly. <laughs> Hasty. His finisher is the slap. Yeah. <laughs> the B slap. Uh, the, the Stephanie McMahon one from the other yeah. games. Yeah. Kick them in the nuts and then they fall down in the knees and then. I was thinking more of Ric Flair's. No, 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 don't hurt me in the no. eye gouge. Oh. oh I, <laughs> I have to say, though, this game, the way the moves flow, I haven't played WWE games in donkey's years, but the way you can string three or four moves together and it fluidly kind of all syncs up is so good. That was another thing I meant to say as well, and I don't, I can't remember it from either limited playthrough in twenty or just not remember it from nineteen. They've now introduced something called catching finishers. Mm. Oh, okay. So, so the best one I can example uh, was one of the game modes I was playing as I can't remember it was somebody small. I think it might have been Ricochet. Basically, came off the top rope against Lesnar, and he had a finisher, caught him, threw him up into the F five. 
No, it was nice. just, it looked fucking awesome just for the fact of, you can imagine him doing that in real life. He's probably done it half a wow. hundred times in real life to people. And, and it just, probably, probably Ricochet as well. Probably Ricochet, got it. <laughs> it just looked, it looked just something that was a bit more real life. And it was just one of these, another wee thing, instead of just doing the basic bitch counters that they do, like you're trying to do a, like a GTS, so that involves you picking them up, but then you like try and go like you're going to do a suplex because that's the mechanic that they use for the counter. It's like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Whereas this looks like, holy shit, who'd have seen that coming? Caught him F5. Yeah. Like um, true sports entertainment. Yeah. So no, so far, like I say, I've only really done the, the my storyline type idea. Um, but basically start off performance center, you have a few matches, you get scouted, you get to pick your brand. Um, and then there'll be there's there's it's quite good because you've got sort of face and heel storylines when you're in the whole campaign. So depending on how you pick to play and how you decide to answer questions and things like that, or your actions in ring, you'll unlock new stories. It's always better to be heel. Well, I've started off face, but by the time I get to the main roster, I plan on transition a bit more to heelish. By God, by God, uh, don't do um, it. But no, it's quite good uh, so far. Um, although I, I might be fucking being stupid because I don't remember this, but was Mandy Rose ever in charge of Raw? No. Because she is in the game. I was going to say, yeah, I, I saw that in the uh, in some of the, the like the preview stuff. I saw. Yeah, so in the, in the like, Sonya Deville has, but well, not but, she's on, but that's the thing. So on, I can't remember who it is. So on, you've got Adam Pearce for SmackDown, William Regal for uh, NXT, and then Mandy Rose is representing Raw. And you're like, isn't um in real life in real WWE etc. Isn't she um the NXT champion, the yes. women's champion? Yeah. So I don't know why she's suddenly in charge of Raw. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's Sonya Deville. That's the uh, SmackDown authority bitch. Yeah. But she's she's wrestling again now as well. Um, yeah, there's quite a lot of wrestlers that are, are in it that have been released. Like like you said, William Regal, uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, uh, there were many others. There's no fiend though, is there? Because that would that would mm. sell me if I got that. The thing is though, but you can dress like so when you're doing your custom creation, you can dress them as the fiend. Oh, you're selling me, Ross. You're selling so, me. Like, oh, yeah, of course you can make your own characters, can't you? So just yeah, go to the people. But, but then when you go to, like, generic, like, so it just has, like, the T-shirt that you can put your own logos and stuff like that on, and then yeah. you can go to Superstar. And when you go to super, Superstar, the Fiend's outfits are there. So... Oh, I mean, 70 quid is a lot of money, but if I can dress as the Fiend... Oh, you're in there. All, yes. all I will say is CD keys. Yeah. Oh, we see the keys are a good shout. And, and speaking of CD keys, Daniel, don't we have a, some sort of discount thing with We him? do have an affiliate with them. We do have an affiliate. You have to go onto xboxtavern.com and then go up to the top right of the website and then you can just be sent straight through. Or I could just maybe tweet out if someone wanted. I mean, you could do that as well. Why yeah. not? Eh? You can. Why not? It's a smart move. Yeah. That's what I went outside for. I was just checking the deals and they said, yeah, we can do it. It's still too expensive on CD keys for me, but do it. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Ross. I, I look forward to playing some WWE. I'm really looking forward to the AEW video game, but we won't get into the uh, the semantics Politics. of AEW versus WWE. Just enjoy wow. wrestling. Wrestling's good. Have you seen that you can do AEW in WWE 2K and there's a website that will tell you exactly how to make each character? Yes. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> 
Yeah, it usually um, is. Yeah, so because they always like they never name like the finishing moves the right names. So that's what I was saying. Like the the Rainmaker is a fucking stupid, bizarre name. Same with the the One Winged Angel. It's like the electric chair front pile driver or something. So they won't obviously give them the proper names because they don't want to say that there's any other wrestling company in the world. Um, so you always used to have to Google that shit, and it was like yeah. superstar, like what was it, superstar move set one to thirty, and it was yeah. all different wrestlers, and you just had to <laughs> pick the wrestler that you want, and that gave you all the ones that you were after. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Well, maybe we'll get some sort of Xbox Tavern crew going at some point if we end up picking the game up. Obviously. Um. Yeah, nice. Thank you very much. Anything else for us this week? No, I've been focusing on my gaming time just playing that because it's just it's quite easy to pick up, play some games and put down again uh, without getting dragged into like intense storylines or shit like that. So um, next week will be a wee bit different, but this week was just some 2K22. Nice. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to Ian next. I'm sort of working my way around my screen. Ian, what have you been playing this week apart from the million things for achievements? Often many fingers on achievements. The two, I'll do two games this time. Well, maybe one. So I'll go for time because Dan's probably needs to go. So I will pick I Am Fish. So I Am Fish is a physics kind of base. It's the sequel to I Am Bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, both on Game Pass. <laughs> um, it's a fixed-based venture starring four quirky little fishes. Basically what happens is they eat the bread from I Am Bread and now they kind of get these kind of weird powers. Um, and basically they get separated in a pet shop and basically it's down to them to kind of get back into the ocean kind of reunite so he pays four different styles of fish you've got a goldfish a puffer fish a piranha and like a flying fish and each of them have got um, the kind of like abilities so obviously the puffer fish can kind of blow up and kind of roll around um, and then the piranha can kind of chomp on bits and kind of break things apart but obviously because they're fishes they need to be in water so like, like kind of getting like a weird kind of fish bowl which can roll um but then sometimes they might fall into like a jar so you need to spin the jar to move around that can kind of be more awkward because you could get the positioning right just to move around yeah. um so yeah that's a kind of little quick little tile it's quite charming quite like like hard it's actually good fun a bit difficult at times as well because um because it's physics based you kind of as soon as you start moving, you kind of move too much and like, oh, fuck. And then uh, that's why flying I, off. That's what I found when I played it. I needed the first level, maybe, but I fucking really struggled to get out of that first area because the, the ball, of the, 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 yeah, whatever it is in, just I couldn't get to move where I wanted to. I was like, fuck <laughs> this game, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of really annoying at times, but sometimes it's quite fun. And like, I think there's one bit which is quite fun. And you like, the fish went flying and if I landed in like a mop bucket. You're just moving this mop bucket around, and this guy chasing after, like, come back here with my mop bucket. <laughs> and obviously, the mop bucket's moving, like, what are you doing? Why don't I understand? Well, he's trying to chase after the bucket that you're in. So, so you're yeah, playing it solo because I think it's co op, isn't it? I'm not sure if it's is it co op, but no, I don't think it is. Um, well, I haven't noticed anything in co op wise. I'm playing solo mainly on this, so but yeah. how are you getting on with achievements? That should be the main question, really, shouldn't it? Oh, well, smashing it, of course. I mean, there's yes. some difficult ones in there, but. Going for some of the easier ones, I did get one achievement where some of the guide went, You won't get it first time, and of course, I got it first time naturally. <laughs> was it worth a whopping 5G or was it worth actually something <laughs> the effort going? Uh, it's quite noteworthy. I mean, it's all about TA score at the moment, so I think it was quite a good number for TA score wise. So that did help. So, yeah, good fun. 
Um, and the second game, because we're battling through this, is Rocket Arena. Now, I don't know why I fucking started this game, to be honest with you, but I want to mention it because I, just, I don't know if I like it or not. And that's the weird thing about it. <laughs> I want to play it again, but I don't know if I want to play it again because I like it or because I want achievement. But I think it's, it was weird. So Rocket Arena is basically it's a third-person shooter, basically all about basically Rocket Arena. So it's 3v3 matches. Um, and basically, you're just basically trying to do this kind of different kind of game mode. So obviously, like it's team deathmatch. There's also one like where you got capture coins and like hold like a bit like oddball, but then where you hold the ball, but instead you're holding a treasure chest, but you can still shoot in with the treasure while you're holding it, so it's pointless. And obviously, to, to win, to kind of knock them out, you got to keep shooting them enough so they come and go into like a red flashing bar to the head. And then if you shoot them one more time, they go flying out of the arena, and that's how you get a point. And then obviously they can come back and keep respawning. But it's just because it's three v three, it kind of be you kind of need people, friends for you to play with it because you all just split up. And there's just some of the abilities some of the characters have are just overpowered, and some of the characters they have are just really shit. So it's like you're always seeing the same line, like two or three characters in every match you play. It's like, oh, here we go, same three characters again. Like they're going to be always be these characters because they're just overpowered. Can can, um, can you be the same character as someone else on your team, or do you? Have to yeah, see? you can. You can okay. all be the same characters, yeah. And then obviously, then again, if you wanted, you can also do versus AI. But then the AI ridiculously overpowered as well. Like every time again, you might get one match where they're just really dumbed down, but then you get like five, six matches where they're just ridiculously overpowered. And it's like what? There's no balance at all. Um, <laughs> it's and it kind of yeah, it's a bit frustrating. But it also again, it's a bit fun because obviously it's all shooting. You know, rocket. You can do rocket jumps. You can triple jump as well, which is a bit weird. But um, yeah. Sure. It's on, um, I'm not it's sure. On, <laughs> it's on Game Pass, right? It's part of EA yeah, Play, I think. Isn't it? EA Play, yeah, part of EA Play. And it's just, yeah, it's just one of those weird ones because it's like, yeah, it kind of seems fun, but I think it's one of the ones where I kind of want to force maybe Project Game Pass just to play with you guys and actually have play with more people because you play alone or even play just one or two, two of you and then one random. Even then, it's still annoying because that one random would just fuck off or do something else or it would just be an AI who's <laughs> shit. So it's like so playing with Jay would be like playing with an AI. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's nothing to explore, I'll, you know, I'll be right. Um, I mean, we could always just play it. We don't have to do Project Game Pass, but no, of could, course not. We could just yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to play with, like an actual pop of Team of Three and see if it actually is a bit better. Even if you do it, maybe Team of Three versus people, or even do it because there's two modes: you could do it versus people or versus AI. Yeah. You can pick and choose which one you want. And I wonder and see if it is with actually have three people would it actually be a bit more fun. Because even when I was doing it on my own, it was annoying. Even when I was doing it with two other people, one per other person, um, which is other was, it was still frustrating as hell because you do fine, but then the, uh, the third the third person I'd be an AI or someone who's worse than Jay. I mean, I'm not going to defend myself there, but cool. <laughs> well, we're, maybe we'll give it a go at some point this week or next week or the week after. Why not? Before, we'll do it soon. Before you get the thousand G, eh? Exactly. Uh, and, and as you brought up Project Game Pass, obviously this month we're doing Second Extinction. Uh, I don't think we played it at all this week, but as we I said, played it this week, week. myself and Graham really enjoyed it the week before. And we need to get a group of us together to play them all, play all together, not just separate. That'd be nice. Wednesday. Let's Wednesday. do Wednesday. Pencil it Wednesday. in. No, not pencil. We're, fucking, well. we're Sharpie in this in. Sharpie, permanent marker, get that shit sorted. Wednesday. Even if all five of us are on. We can have three. We can have a group of two. Maybe get special guest Pete in for a game. 
we're gonna have a couple of games going on at once we can all chat amongst ourselves about how wonderfully i'm doing and how amazing now question is this going to be a dan wednesday where it's dan wednesday all night or is it gonna be a dan wednesday where it's like oh can i play one game for like 20 minutes and i've got to go i mean it's going to be the option b yeah okay so i'm not so i'm not i'm not going on dan's team (laughs) but anyway we'll figure that out between ourselves over the next couple of days graham video games what have you been playing this week I have been carrying on with Elix 2 because I've gotten into it and I think I'm at the the tail end of it. I think I might be near the end of that one. I should be able to finish that one in a day or two. It's pretty decent. The story has gone a bit mental, but as, as they always tend to do, but it's still gripping and yeah, really liking that one. What was that but one again? Elix 2. What was that one about again? It's I remember you talking about it last week. Yeah, so it's like a post-apocalyptic world uh, called Magalan. And basically, in the first one was really, really tough. It was just uh, a meteor hit the, the planet, and then there's, it just grew into like different factions of people. And basically, there's a, a, a mineral called Elix that was found in there, which gave people like strength and energy. But the more you had of it, the more your emotions got suppressed and some people kind of ingested it to become stronger, but they obviously lost their emotions and they just split into different factions and they just fought each other. And then the second one follows on from that kind of story where one of them tried to almost kill the whole world and it got they got stopped by this guy and he's now the, the main guy in the second one as well. And basically the same things happen. The alien race has now come to kind of destroy the world again and you need to kind of put a stop to it. Until you, okay. until you find out it's not, oh, spoilers, it's not aliens at all. But yeah, dun, I love dun, that. Dun. It's yeah. not. Oh, hang on, spoilers. But yeah, it, it's you kind of, kind of get the hint that it's not. You kind of suss what's going on. But yeah, it, it's kind of a great story, and yeah, I'm enjoying playing it through. It's just the combat is a bit meh, but you kind of ignore that bit because the story is pretty decent. What kind of um, combat is it? Like hack and slash or? It's yeah, kind of a hack and slash, but more of a hit and run tactic kind of thing. You can you can use ranged range comes into it a lot more towards the end because it becomes super powered the more you level up. Yeah, but at the start is more melee based, and you have to shield and hit and run, dodge, hit and dodge, hit and dodge. It's quite tough at the start, and then it kind of gets easier as you kind of skill up your ranged area. Ah, okay. Um. But the other ones are my review titles, which I'll be writing up soon. I've played them sufficiently. Uh, Beat Souls is a music-based one, which is kind of Guitar Hero-ish, the way it kind of comes down and you kind of have to hit notes. But rather than hitting it as a time-based thing, it's more skill-based. You kind of have to move to like lights that are either side of you. You have to steer them into the lights that are coming down you kind of have to like move into the path to sort of hit the right notes but you also have to dodge the walls that are coming down so it's kind of focusing on like different skill tricks basically so you move left and right to dodge things use the bumpers to shift the two lights from either side of you to two on one side or two on the other side because the patterns change as the things come down yeah, and then you also press a button to change the color because some the notes change without in the harder levels to change color and yeah, it's very 
bright and <laughs> quite a lot at once. You can probably see from the trailer, it it's, gets a lot on the screen at once. It's very vibrant and it's really, really tricky. The only downside is, although it's kind of like a rhythm-based sound game, you're so focused on the skill and the trick element of it, you don't even really dare notice the music on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chaos. Like the, the easier ones are like super slow and they're quite easy and methodical, like left, right, left, right, dodge, hit this button, 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 button. And then it sort of goes into da -da 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 -da, like you're really sort of moving left and right really quickly and trying to get the bumpers. And it all becomes hard to sort of think about all the different things happening at once throwing the change in the color of it into the mix as well you, you kind of lose your rhythm quite easily and then trying to pick up that thread again is it's a nightmare <laughs> what's the is the music all um like licensed music or is it just music no it's like free music it's all done by the same band i don't even know why i put a band name on there it all seems to be exactly the same band and it just seems to be i think there was um uh like classical like snippets they're, they're not massively long songs. Some of them are in like sort of two minutes or so, but they just seem to be samples. But like I said, about seven or eight times out of, I've played all 45 levels, I've been about seven of them, I kind of know. So I recognize that bit, and then the rest of it, I wasn't paying attention to the music. You're just so focused on trying to dodge, 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 dodge. You don't even realize it. it's kind of a, a music rhythm game. You're kind of just a skill based dodging kind of game is it like coming down the screen or something so you yeah it doesn't mean it looks like the what you expect guitar hero to look like but um yeah and um the other one i've been playing is young souls which is recently uh coming to game pass yeah and that game is really really hard um is it like a co-op beat em up or something is that right yeah it's kind of uh, I suppose Streets of Rage 4 is kind of the closest way to it. It's kind of a progressive, you can move around the screen, sort of fighting enemies kind of that way. But it's got RPG elements to it as well. You level up, you get different weapons, you get different armors and stuff. <laughs> but that, um, that noise yeah. isn't your, your speaker system. It's the it's fan of this thing. I've tried to fix the fan on this thing, but it, it's, it just keeps going mental every now and then. Just <laughs> 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 that crease up. <laughs> something else. But yeah, it does sound like you're about going. to explode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a really irritating fan. Um, but yeah. What if Brad just shuts down now? You know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, me and uh, Shell played it for a bit. And even on, like, we turn it like, to the lowest difficulty, like the story kind of easy difficulty setting, we still got smashed. It was just that tricky. Like, you, you fight a boss battle, and then you knock them down, and then they get back up again for, like, a second wave. And, Annoying. yeah, it's, oh. you know, uh, what's um Crashes, the battle crashes, do you know where the knights and stuff that one? Castle crashes. Castle crashes, yeah. In the same way, if you go down, you kind of have to go over their body and keep, like tap a button to sort of bring them back up again. Yeah. It's, you've got that kind of element to it as well, but it takes quite a while to bring them back and they usually just smack you and knock, knock you off your thing anyway and eventually get killed. They, they do have like a parry element with the shield that you're supposed to use a lot, but it's just, yeah, really, really quite tough. Yeah, it looks I think it's fun and it's quite good to play, but I don't know if it sort of balances out further down the line. But yeah, starting off, it's really quite hard. I think with but, that, that title as well, I think that I was because obviously me and my achievements, 
Um, that game also has another accessibility option. So you can turn things on like auto block, um, enemies attack slower, less damage. So you can find if you are getting struggling, you can turn some of those on elements on that might okay. be able to help you going further. So have a look. I think auto block, I remember I spoke to, I think I spoke to, I think I might mean Jake about it. Um, he was saying that auto block really helped because nothing else you don't really need much. But the auto block kind of really did help out because obviously sometimes you do get overwhelmed. Yeah, it's like that... overwhelmed. You just get rinsed by bosses. They just kind of smack you about, and it's like it's not the easiest to block. And even says parry and bosses might not have the same kind of effect, and it bloody mm. didn't. You parried for like stays for a split second, and then they just smacked you about a bit more. Does does uh, enabling those sort of accessibility things not affect achievements? Some do, some don't. When this time it doesn't. Yeah, usually they give you a heads up when it does. Yeah, but then people like you and Graham don't really care too much, so. No, well, I just mean it was just a game I wanted to sort of see it through and play it with the wife just to see what it was like playing it in co-op as well. But yeah, I might have a bit more chance because the the idea of like playing it in single, you you play as twins and you basically switch in and it's part of the power you switch in and do like an attack as you switch between the characters. So it might be a bit easier playing it by yourself, but it's quite nails playing it with two people, even in the easy (laughs) setting. So I might have to look into those other settings just to progress a bit more with that one because it's pretty quite tough. But yeah, the game itself is quite fun. The story is interesting and weird. It's like an alternate dimension that you go into to sort of fight like goblin kind of characters that are in a, a different world that are affecting yours. And um, yeah, they, they're supposed to be kid-ish kind of characters. They're like teenagers, but even they kind of swear a lot as well. So it's not like aimed at the youth. It's not on Game Pass as well, right? It is. It is on Game Pass. Yeah. So it's pretty good, but just quite hard. Nice. Thank you very much. Is that everything this week? That's everything I've been playing, yeah. Oh. And Jamie, what have you been playing? I was going to say, I suppose it's me now, isn't it? Um, Right, so I'll go with with two quickly because one of them I've I've not got very far enough to talk about. Uh, We'll start with Grand Theft Auto V. Remember last week or the week before, I think it was, where we were saying, "Oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pick up GTA Five yet because they're just fleecing us for more money for the same game again." Well, and they fleece you for more money. I mean, technically, I, I got a copy of for review, but that's not the point. I've been playing it again, and it's still just as good as I remember it almost ten years ago. I didn't get a copy of for review, but I may or may not have been dragged back down into that rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I started it. Was it like and eight I was pounds like, for the story mode. I thought, it, like, yeah, it was, pound, it was it's cheapest that. chips at the minute because I think there's a sale on up until June yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I started it again. I thought I'll, I'll probably I'll play through the story definitely. Um, but I thought, well, is it, is it going to hold up to my memories? Because it's one of my favorite games ever. Ah, oh, it's fucking brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Rockstar is so good at. Um, crafting the open worlds and the and the stories and the and the um the missions etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, yeah i just i just loved exploring los santos and all that last time on the 360 you know 20 frames a second with you know 4 480p resolution whatever it was but now it's up spuffed you i've been playing it mainly in um performance ray tracing so it's i think it's an upscaled 1440p image we've yeah with slightly less quality ray tracing than the uh, the uh, fidelity mode but it looks lovely the shadows are amazing the 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 resolution's brilliant the frame rate makes the world a difference playing it at 60 frames a second rather than 30 frames because i installed the xbox one version as well and i've been yeah. sort of flicking back and forth and, and getting to the same point on the map 
<clears throat> and same time of day and stuff and, and flicking back and forth comparing them and I, I didn't think it made that much of a difference but my god the the, the night and day difference but just having that 60 frames let alone having the ray tracing and just the general upspuff of of the textures and stuff it's yeah it's like a whole new game it's yeah, not as six, good as sorry, 60 sorry. frames makes it it's just makes everything so much nicer having it that way yeah, it it feels. I mean, I was watching. Obviously, Digital Foundry did a, a, a video on it where they were comparing the PlayStation versions. I think the other day, and they were saying that they couldn't believe people accepted the thirty frames version because it's got quite a lot of input lag. And I was like, "Ah, oh, shut the fuck up!" You know, I know you. That's your bag, but like, you don't be so uh, uh, in depth, as it were. But then when when I was flicking back and forth between them, I was like. Jesus Christ, how did we ever play this old version? Honestly, the difference is, is amazing. Um, and yeah, it looks lovely, plays lovely. It's just as fun as I remember it. I'm only, I think I've only done about nine or 10 missions so far, but I'm really enjoying it. And I'm very much excited to go back through and do, I'm just about to get to the first heist. So I'm, I'm excited to go back through and, and start doing that sort of crazy batshit stuff again. Uh, I really enjoyed, I don't know how far you've got, Ross, but uh, where you have to rescue uh what's his name michael's son when he's trying to sell the, the yeah, yacht. For the car yeah and, oh it's fucking brilliant i loved it and it's just their combination as i said of open world parody detail and just everything it's just yeah it's like i was 10 years younger playing it oh. and then wow. I, I stopped playing it. i was like oh fuck i'm old <laughs> <laughs> he's so old yeah i mean i remember when it first came out i played the first day i think like 18 hours straight and the other day, I managed about an hour. And I was like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, that's me. <laughs> too much. I can't do anymore. I can't do anymore. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to keep playing this week. And then my review will be up at some point next week. Because uh, that's what I've got to do. And I'm very much enjoying it so far. Anyway, the, the other game I've played this week, which I reviewed this week as well, is a game from Wales Interactive called Who Press Mute. Who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? So if you've played any of Wales interactive games before, uh, like the Complex or Nightbook, or uh, what was the other one, Ian, that you played? Uh, was it Night Shift? Night Shift, That yes. was one of their ones. It's a live-action FMB game where you basically make dialogue choices and you got to just go from start of the story to the end. However, this one's slightly different, whereas it's like an investigation thing, so a uh, murder mystery, sorry. So... You go from A to B, but along the way, you've got to try and pick the right people to talk to, to try and figure out, get evidence to try and accuse someone right at the end of the story of who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus, mm-hmm. i.e. tried to kill him. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's not the best one. I definitely prefer something like The Complex or or, or even Nightbook. <laughs> you can tell that, again, um, this game was um, developed during a pandemic. Because it's just like yeah. five dates where it's like oh, another yeah, one was perspective. Yeah. It was just a couple of people, wasn't it? It was all like all via webcam and stuff. You can yeah. tell this is the same. It's all in just one room. You can easily just do that by someone recording to through a webcam or it, well, the same with Nightbook as well. Even though there was technically two people in the same house, I don't think you ever saw them in the same room because they there was just like a single static shot. Yeah. Not showing them. Um, well, and- stuff like the complex was just like massive like you tell that was nice production because people were yeah. talking to each other and stuff yeah like global production and yeah lots of stuff but um yeah this one it, it, the story is uncle marcus is part of a family who i think they own a, some sort of business together i don't think they say what business it is uh, but he's mm. got the lion's share 
and the rest of the family hate him because they want basically they want the money uh, so they have a big family meeting at some point every year he goes along everybody kicks up a fuss and then he comes to his favorite who wasn't at the meeting this girl called abby and says someone poisoned me and you need to figure out who yeah and it just so happens that everybody's having a family zoom call as ian said mm-hmm. where they're they're playing some sort of quiz and you have to each round you have to pick a different teammate and you basically talk to them and try and get the answers out of them of, of like what happened at the meeting did you see anything funny did you do anything funny etc cetera, etc cetera. and then at the end of the round if you've got enough evidence you can uh, accuse someone of murdering him um, off there's six characters other than abby so six people you can accuse i've managed to accuse four people so far and none of them have done it oh so oh, okay. it, it could be one of the other two or it could be another it's conspiracy altogether, but you can't find enough evidence on one playthrough to accuse a person. So you have to play it through multiple times and the evidence carries over. So I had to play it through, I think four or five times before I could accuse my first person. Okay. And then after that, you started to work your way like different dialogue options and that, but it's really hard to find the evidence because it's not like, um, choose to engage or choose to find evidence. It's like, do you answer the question right or wrong? Do you talk to them? Do you ignore them, et cetera, et cetera? And you've got to hope that whatever you choose gives you some sort of avenue. Evidence. Um, there was one that I spoke to. Uh, Auntie June was my favorite, favorite character because she just, <laughs> she just <laughs> not, like, takes no shit, basically. Um, her sons were fighting at one point. They're about one of them buying a gun. And she's like, mm. if you both don't shut up, I'm going to come up to his room and I'm going to blow my brains out with your gun. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god she was yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed her she was funny um but to get a bit of evidence out of her i had to talk to her answer the question and, and then fail the question or something and then it just went to a complete random side tangent where she suddenly just gave me a back, uh, her entire life story of what happened when she was a kid and uh, what about her mum and all this stuff and i was like oh evidence found what the fuck was i supposed to have figured out <laughs> purely luck um how long is the playthrough? Uh, the first playthrough where I was actually watching all the scenes and stuff was about an hour. But on subsequent ones, you can skip any scenes you've already seen. So I think the next ones took 30 to 40 minutes okay. at most. Um, and again, you have to go for it many times. I've, I've probably been for it about nine, ten times at this point. But yeah, I want to go back and try and find the actual killer, hopefully, at some point. Sounds very 12 minutes-ish. It, yeah, yeah, kind of, but it's a lot more... Because there's not actually like gameplays where you literally just pick in dialogue option after dialogue option. Um, you can get for it pretty quickly and easily without having to remember to put the cake down and eat it and then go and light the candle and the, all this sort of shit. But yeah, well worth a go. If you, especially if you like Wales Interactors previous titles, like we were saying, like Complex or Nightbook and Five Dates and stuff. It's well worth a look. I I enjoyed it a lot. And my review's up now. Ta-da. Yeah. Go. Nice. Nice. Go check it out. Anyway, that's enough of me rambling. Gentlemen. You did game it. Game Pass. It's decent. Whoop, whoop. Ross. Game Pass has got some big news added to it. I was quite happy with that. It looks like we've got some good games coming up. Ross, tell us all about it. So, quick fire, because there's quite a few of them we get through. Uh, Kraken Academy, March 22nd, console PC. Tainted mm. Grail Conquest, March 22nd on console. Zero Escape, the nonary games, March 22nd, console PC and cloud. A Memoir Blue, which I think Jade and I'll say this looked right up your street last week. Yes. This one. Yes. Um, March 24th, console and PC. Norco, March 24th on PC. 
F1 2021, which they just randomly announced, was it middle of last week? Mm. Just dropped that one in there. Uh, March 24th on console. Crusader Kings 3, March 29th console. And Weird West, March 31st console, PC and cloud. Nice. Some decent games. Go check them out. And Ian, break a heart. What's leaving us? What's leaving us is... <laughs> I like the uncomfortable silences. More of them, please. <laughs> More of them, yes. Anticipation. So, <laughs> we have Madden 20 leaving us. We have Shadow Warriors 2. We have Narita Boy. And we have loads of Formula 1 titles from 2014 to 19 leaving. Don't know why. But we're getting 21, so I suppose... We're getting 21. That, that balances it out somehow. <laughs> yes. So all am I leaving end of this month? Nice. And Graham, and what about games with gold? Gold. The flame in the flood. <laughs> 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 I thought I'd leave it in those pauses in there too. We have the flame in the flood from the 1st of March to the 31st. Street Power Soccer from March 16th to April 15th. And SpongeBob's Truth or Square from the 16th of March to the 31st. Nice. Street Power Soccer is... It's cack. Yeah, thank you. That's the word I was doing to use. I told you that was more a review game. It's just not worth doing it. Yeah, I tried it. I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Achievements and all. Oh, why did I bother? You have to listen to that guy waffle on for a while. <sighs> just, yeah, the voice. It looks like they've got, well, like, you look at the pictures they've put up. So like they're all holding their belly stomachs in. Like, <laughs> well, they're all posing. <laughs> it's like, oh, but no, yeah. Yeah, so oh, not, okay. not the best uh, selection this month. Although, again, I, I think I said last week or week before, Flame of Fud seems like a good game. I just haven't got around to playing it yet. So go check it out. Nice. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I do believe that is what they call a podcast. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it somehow, some way. Thank you, Ross, for not shitting the bed this week. Got it all fixed for good. I thought it frozen for a second. I was like, oh, I've, yeah. my praise is too soon. Uh, but thank you very much. If you made this far, you fucking hero. We love you. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Xbox Tavern or XboxTavern.com, YouTube.com slash Xbox Tavern official. And uh, yeah, that'd be lovely. Go and click all the things and do what you got to do. Leave us a comment. Tell us all about how you enjoy Daniel's wonderful new haircut and his tan that you got it's from one Spain, one obviously. That. Oh, yeah. Such, such <laughs> yeah. a great tan there. <laughs> it was only one day of sun. <laughs> it looks like it. That's because you're raining everyone's parade. Oh. oh. Anyway, oh, that's oh, enough oh. of that shit. Right, thank you very much. That's because costed too much shade. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow myself at Enaxan on Twitter. You can follow Graham. Graham Reaper. Ian. Nutty Way. Scottish Graf Ross. Oh, shit. Chaotic 839. Cool. We nearly forgot. And Daniel. Chocolate about 80. Thank you very much. We love you. And we'll see you next week at 8 p.m. Ish. Ish. Ish.